The following is a class on the Bhagavad Gita as it is. First chapter, text number 7, given by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, recorded on the 11th of July, 1973, in London, England. O best of the Brahmanas, for your information, let me tell you about the captains who are especially qualified to lead my military force. So, formerly, 5,000 years ago, the same system, military, ordinary soldiers, then the captain, then the commander, the commander-in-chief, as there are gradations, in the modern age, the same thing was there. But Maharatha, uh, they had good qualification. Maharatha means alone he could fight with many other charioteers. They are called Atiratha, Maharatha. There are different grades of fighters. So, so far, Pandavas are concerned, their son, Subhadra. Subhadra means Abhimanyu. Subhadra's son. Because he was Subhadra's son, his name was Subhadra. Draupadi's son, they are called Draupadiya. In Sanskrit, just like Bhagni, sister, Bhagini. Her son is called Bhagineo, Bhagnephews. So there is a link. As soon as we speak Subhadra, that being Subhadra's son. The Subhadra's son, he was only sixteen years old at that time. He was married with Uttara, the daughter of Maharaj Virat. So they are all Maharathas, ordinary, not ordinary fighters. This Obhimanna was killed by conspiracy, by same commander-in-chief. Bhishma, Karna, Dhanacharya, Asatthama, they all surrounded him. And they did not allow him to come out. They are very experienced commanders. So this, this is Khatriya spirit. You are simply a boy, sixteen years old, and he had to be killed by the combined efforts of very, very big commander-in-chiefs. He was so great fighter, Avivanna, Avivanna So. Shravatra, Draupadi, similarly, Draupadi's sons also there. Sarvaiva Maharatha. Maharatha means one who could fight with one thousand chariots on the other side. They are called Maharatha. Then 
Duryodhan, first of all he pointed out the military strength of the opposite side. This is intelligence. One should take calculation of the opposing elements uh, or the enemy's side. In fighting, the first thing is to take estimation of the enemy's side. How much they are strong, how they have arranged. Then one should calculate how to counteract, how to fight with them. This is intelligence. Without taking any calculation of the other side, if you are not prepared, then how you can become victorious? This is sane proposal. That is, upāyaṁ cintayat prāgya apāyaṁ ca cintayat. A prāgya, an intelligent man, not only think of the bright side, oh, on this business or this fight or this, and so many things we have to deal with. Simply we should not calculate the brighter side. There is darker side not. We should always think if there is some thief, if there is some rope, the cheetahs, then what precaution I am going to take. And this is intelligence. If I simply calculate that in this business I will make so much profit, in the meantime somebody comes and cheats me and go away, then Therefore, darker side also should be thought. That is intelligence. Just like that. After calculating the darker side, enemy means darker side. They can defeat me at any moment. That is darker side. So after calculating their strength, then the Jadhan is speaking about his own strength, asmākam tu viṣiṣṭyāji, viṣiṣṭā, not to speak of the ordinary soldier, but that viṣiṣṭā. Viṣiṣṭā means to are specifically to be mentioned. High officers, asmākam tu viṣiṣṭyāji, tāṅni bodho dijuttam. He was in commander-in-chief. For eighteen days there was fight, and one after another a commander-chief was killed, and sixty-four crores of men were killed in the battlefield of Kurukshetra. And the battle was finished within eighteen days, not lingering for some years, no. Fight to the best capacity and finish the business. So everyone, both the sides, Pandava's side and Kaurava's side, all were killed. The Sovadra, Draupadaya, everyone was killed. And the other side also. Only the five brothers, they remained, and the one grandchild who was in the home of the mother, he remained. Otherwise, everyone is finished oh. within eighteen days. Such a great fight it was. And people from all parts of the world, they joined the battle of Kurukshetra. 
somebody was criticizing me. Say, Swamiji, you are introducing this Hare Krishna movement. People are becoming coward. They simply chant Hare Krishna. So I replied that you will see the power of Hare Krishna movement in due course of time. He required because there are two battles in India. The battle between Ravan and Ram. Ram Ravan. The battle of Rama. And another battle was battle of Kurukshetra. And in these two battles the hero was Vaishnava and Vishnu. In the Ram Ravan battle Lord Ramchandra was there and his devotee Hunuman, Bajrangaj. Similarly, in the battlefield of Kurukshetra, Krishna was there and his devotee Arjuna was there. So, Vaishnavas, they do not simply chant Hare Krishna. If there is need, they can fight under the guidance of Vishnu and become victorious. A Vaishnava's one qualification is, out of twenty-six qualifications, one qualification is dokha, expert. If there is need of fighting, they can fight like very expert. That is also needed. Krishna's, Krishna consciousness does not mean one-sided. Krishna is all-pervading. The Krishna consciousness movement also should be all-pervading. It should touch everything, even politics, sociology, everything is required. And that is the end. Because Krishna's mission is yadā-yadāhi dharma-saglāni bhavati bhārata paritrāṇāya-sādhunāṁ vināsāya-ca-duskritāṁ. There is two mission, not only to give protection to the devotees, but also to kill the demons. They kill the demons. That is one side. So the devotees of Krishna should be trained up both ways, not only to give protection to the devotees, to give them encouragement, but if need be, they should be prepared to kill the demons. That is Vaishnavism. It is not cowardism. It is not cowardism. Why need be? Generally, a Vaishnava is non-violent. Just like Arjuna. In the beginning, he was non-violent. Vaishnava, he said, Krishna, what is the use of this fighting? Let them in God. So by nature he was non-violent. But he was induced by Krishna to become violent. Then your non-violence will not help. You become violent. You kill them. I want. So if Krishna wants, we shall be prepared to become violent also. And Krishna, that is that is open secret. That Paritranam Sadhunam Vinasajadriskita. Two business of Krishna, two sides. 
So those are devotees of Krishna. They should be trained up both ways. They should be prepared. But generally there is no question of becoming violent. Unnecessary. As the modern politicians unnecessarily they declare war. A Vaishnav does not do so. No. Unnecessarily. There is no need of it. When it was completely impossible to settle up the things between the Pandavas and the Kauravas. Then Krishna said, all right, then there must be fight. When Duryodhana declined to spare in a portion of land holding the suchagra, the point of a needle, he refused that I cannot spare in so much land which can hold the point of a needle. Then the war was declared. Uh, there is no question of settlement. Otherwise Krishna requested that these five Pandavas, they are kshatriyas. They cannot become merchant or brāhmaṇa. Brahmana's profession is Patan patan jajan jajan dan pratigya. Brahman can take charity from others. A sannyasi can take charity from others. Not a chatriya or griyastha. No. That is not allowed. So they are chatriyas. They cannot take the profession of a brahmana. Neither they can take the profession of a mercantile man, businessman. They must have some land so that rule over, take taxation, and that is their living means. So spare only five villages to these five brothers and settle up. Or what Duryodhana replied, no, sir. What do you speak of five villages? We cannot spare even so much land which can hold the point of needle. Then the war will. So Vaishnava, they are nonviolent. But if need be, they can become violent, for Krishna say. This is the battle of Purusha. So anyone? Or end here. All right, end here. Chant for each.